Disrupting the flow of money into coal, gas and oil is critical to limiting the impacts of climate change. Your bank could be investing billions of dollars into the fossil fuel industry. Bank Australia is an ethical bank that doesn't fund harmful industries. Join us and over 180,000 Australians who have made the switch. Search Bank Australia Solutions. Welcome to the first episode of The Cooldown by Footy for Climate. I'm co-founder of Footy for Climate and occasional St Kilda player Tom Campbell, recording today on Wurundjeri land. Every week on The Cooldown, I'll sit down with a player who, like me, is concerned about climate change. We'll discuss their life and their journey in footy, find out their connection to their community and the places they love, and hear why they're concerned about an issue related to climate change. Then, together, we'll chat to an expert who'll talk us through the solutions to climate change they're working on and how we can be a part of making a difference. But this first episode is a bit different. Instead of launching straight into chats with players and experts, I'm joined by two special guests to help me give you some background into who we are at Footy for Climate and what we're planning on this season of The Cooldown. Today, I'll be sitting down with GWS Giant and one of the driving forces behind Footy for Climate, Izzy Huntington, and my former teammate and co-founder, Jasper Pittard. We'll talk about the organisation that is Footy for Climate and the journey so far and take a bit of a look at what lies ahead. We'll also discuss the inspiration for our podcast name, The Cooldown. This is the first time I've interviewed my mates, so stick with me. It can only get better from here. Welcome to The Cooldown. The Cooldown is brought to you by Bank Australia. Izzy, Jasper, welcome to The Cooldown. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having us. I'm so excited. We're here. It's episode one of The Cooldown. This is an idea that we've had for a long time. It's something we've been really excited to do, put a lot of work in, and uh, we've got a really exciting season of The Cooldown coming up. It's a new concept. Every week, we're going to be chatting to a player and an expert and sort of really trying to explore an issue that the player is really concerned about. And then that expert's going to provide solutions uh, to that problem that are, that they're working on and that uh, we can all be a part of together. So each episode, we're going to start with a bit of a deep dive conversation with the player, find out a bit more about their life so that, you know, I think there's so much out there that's footy players and their stats. But, you know, what is it that drives these players to to do the stuff that they do off field and, and be a part of the causes that they're concerned about? You know, I think I'm going to start with you guys today with the chat and sort of find out a bit more about you guys. Like, Izzy, we know you're a number one draft pick. You're an All-Australian. Uh, you've just been traded to the Giants. Um, but you also work for Footy for Climate and it's something that, you know, you're obviously really passionate about. So I'll ask you, you know, why are you concerned about climate change? Yeah, I think you forgot to mention I've played 20 whole games as well, Tom. So yeah, <laughs> just on the highlights package there. But yeah, I mean, probably like all of us, right? We all are pretty concerned at the moment in terms of what's happening in the world. And I think it's sort of been in the back of my mind for so long. Like you, you grow up, you've got school, you learn a bit about it there, did a few subjects at uni about it. And it's always sort of this subconscious thing, but I think... For me, I never really thought I had an opportunity to really do anything about it and contribute in a meaningful way. Like I'm certainly not an an expert or anything. And I think a lot of young people sort of find themselves in that space where they're like, yeah, this is concerning. You know, things are looking pretty dire, but what can we actually do? And will my individual actions matter? And yeah, what's going to be the sort of outcome from that? But I guess seeing what you guys started up a few years ago in terms of the AFL Players for Climate Action Group and yeah, having that real sort of community sense within footy and finding a greater purpose and greater lens inspired me to get involved in it all. And I think I probably learned along the way that none of us 
are going to be experts and, you know, going to be full all-rounders in all of this. But if we can bring our own unique lens and, and skill set, um, and particularly as football players, I guess we've got a really big platform and influence to do that, that actually will make a difference and it is worthwhile doing in this movement as well. And what's your role in Footy for Climate? Jumped on board last year as player engagement manager. So, yeah, leading up, I guess, the strategy in terms of how we engage our players and get them involved and, um, yeah, really build that player community together. Yeah, I've been running through plenty of ideas with players, which is really cool, seeing where we can make a difference uh, in this space and where we can educate and where we can use our voice. And I guess, yeah, trying to really build a, a strong web of players and for it to be very player-driven as well. We don't want this to be something that, you know, players are feeling like they're being told to do something or or like, you know, it's just another sort of chore or ask um, from the footy club. I think this is this is sort of our movement um, and we can shape it in the way we want. And yeah, we really want players to be at the forefront of that, you know, coming up with these ideas and, and leading it yeah, from within. Yeah. And, you know, Jasper, your uh, your former first round draft pick, uh, you played over 150 games for North and, and Port. We played together as well at North for, for a couple of years. You've exited the game. What have you been doing and why are you concerned about climate change? Yeah, what have I been doing? It's been a, a crazy couple of years. Exiting the game is always a little bit of a scary thing um, for anyone that's been through that. But yeah, I guess I've been working on footy for climate really for two years. It was a bit of a concept when I, when I first stopped playing footy and now it's sort of developed into a non-for-profit. And yeah, four days a week, I spend my time working on that in a, in a variety of different roles at this stage we're, we're a small team so i find myself doing a range of different things but i guess mainly working on the this sort of long-term strategy with you tom and yeah looking after our sort of creative assets and the, the branding stuff so like social media stuff i do look after that and why am i concerned i guess growing up i you know my family were always very conscious of of like the planet and the footprint we leave individually and collectively and dad was an outdoor ed teacher and he used to follow him around as he set up his outdoor ed camps for the students and he was always you know, telling me about how um, important it is to be connected to nature and look after nature. And I, I don't think I was sort of doing too much as a kid, but as I've become an adult and, yeah, I've just become a bit more aware, try to learn more, educate myself more. And, yeah, I'm, to be honest, pretty frustrated with what's going on in the world and I guess similar to what Izzy just mentioned, not knowing how to help or what I can do. And I think also, as Izzy mentioned, as footballers, we we have a big reach, a big platform, um, and I just think you know we need to utilize that and leverage that, and um, you know support players who are also passionate about these things. And it's to me the most important sort of thing we are all facing right now. And I want to find my way into doing whatever I can to help. So we're the team behind Footy for Climate. We're the ones that you know have been sort of at it from the start. You know, it's it's been sort of a really great journey over the last couple of years. Um, it really goes back to the Black Summer bushfires when, you know, Jasper and I were, you know, we were playing at North together and, you know, we saw the impact of those bushfires it was having on communities right around Australia. You know, Jasper, do you want to take us back to that time and, and just sort of the conversations that were going on at that stage between you and me and some of our, our North Melbourne teammates and sort of where the idea started for, you know, AFL Plays for Climate Action that's now become Footy for Climate? Before we move on, Tom, can we get your perspective on climate action, why you... Sort of are interested. I know you're, oh. you've got the, the voice for radio, so you're hosting it here, but obviously a key cog in this got piece. got the for radio. Nah, um, face yeah. for TV, voice for radio. It's brilliant. <laughs> Great MC voice. But yeah, I guess where where is your passion and why did you want to get involved as well? 
Yeah, well, you know, I think very similar to, to both of you, climate change is something I've been aware of sort of my whole life. It's something I've I've always been concerned about. Actually, um, my dad, he keeps like all of our like art projects and like school assignments from when we were kids, the ones that he likes. Um, <laughs> there's not as many for me as there are of my sisters. Um, but, you know, for me, one that he did keep was this like little piece of homework that was like all about like how we can save the planet or something. And I'm like talking like really earnestly about things like plastic bag taxes. So as like a 12 year old, I think there was sort of like a deep sort of concern that um, that I had. But, you know, I also was like, you know, concerned about it, but not really doing much. And that was something that sort of built this sort of like guilt and a bit of, you know, had a bit of dread, but wasn't, you know, really doing anything. So, you know, I was really lucky that when we were in the the hub um, in the 2020 season that, you know, Jasper and I, along with my wife, sort of got on some education uh, webinars and we were able to really sort of start to explore more about the issue, you know, become more educated, but then also think about how we can use our own skills to be a part of solutions. So, you know, that's where really where the idea for AFL Players for Climate Action comes from. Funny you mentioned that little piece of homework. I have it sitting in front of me right now, so I might read it out. Oh, no. This is 12-year-old Tom. To look after our earth, we can do small things like turning off lights and taking public transport, or you could lobby for a water treatment plan, or maybe new laws like not logging trees, possibly plastic bag taxes, just possibly. Why should we do this? For the future mainly. Would you want your children, grandchildren, or even great-grandchildren growing up in a totally polluted world? I know I wouldn't, so I think... I stand by that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, I know I wouldn't. Smart um, young Tom. <laughs> yeah. I haven't changed a bit. <laughs> bit serious though, hey? Yeah. 12-year-old. Oh, loosen up. So yeah, the origin story for Footy for Climate, which was actually AFL Players for Climate Action at the time. Yeah, sort of started in the the hub in Queensland in 2020. Um, but yeah, came off the back of the Black Summer bushfires sort of in 2019, 2020 summer, which um, we saw these horrific images and videos of what was happening all across Australia. But yeah, I think you mentioned, Tom, sort of that hub period and a little bit about the Black Summer bushfires, which I think we've all seen bushfires growing up, but in this day and age of media and social media and those specific bushfires themselves were just so horrific all over this, mainly over the eastern seaboard. And so many places in Victoria we were seeing, and I guess it really hit home for us, although a very small impact for us was when the smog drifted over Melbourne and, and we were forced to train indoors. Like I said, very small impact to what many people suffered, but it actually was a bit of a light bulb moment for you and I and a few other players talking about, well, what's the actual role of natural disasters in climate change, what's the role climate change is having on natural disasters? And that that conversation was not something that usually pops up in the locker rooms of an AFL club, I can assure you, but it was really kind of cool to see that happening and us sort of talking more about, you know, serious issues, I suppose. And yeah, like it went on the back burner a bit when COVID hit as everything did. And there was sort of some momentum in the kind of progress I thought those conversations were having within Australia and then it wasn't really till we got up into the hub in Queensland in 2020 as you mentioned where we sort of picked up where we left and unfortunately it wasn't a awesome time playing for North there I think we won one game in the hub that year and um, but what a game it was yeah we celebrated pretty hard the one win but yeah I, I I think being cooped up in the in hotels we were just looking for ways to kind of get away from footy and sort of do something a bit different. And yeah, we sort of jumped back on that climate education path that we were 
doing and super lucky to kind of end up on a call with Emma Pocock who started an organization called Front Runners, which exists to sort of empower athletes to sort of tackle climate change and use their platforms. And yeah, it was a really great educational experience for us um, in that time, but also being connected with M was sort of really where this concept of AFL plays for climate action at the time started and yeah is now kind of amalgamated into footy for climate so yeah jasper you know that's where we started it was you know this hub experience where you know we came together and really came up with the idea for footy for climate and that's been the journey so far but but easy you know this group which is now sort of building momentum within the playing uh groups of the aflm and w where are we going what's the plan yeah i mean i've sort of come in a little bit later in the piece um you guys have done all the groundwork but excitingly there's so much happening and so much that we're going to tackle in the near future and I think sort of fundamentally it comes back to protecting the future of footy um, and having that real focus on grassroots and community clubs and what we can do there and I think that's almost really using our platform um, in a way that is like we come from privileged positions being AFL players and therefore have a real responsibility to look after the communities and, and the people that supported us when we were growing up and playing grassroots footy. So I think in terms of, you know, our, our goals and, and what's coming next, it really can be broken down into both empowering the players and, and educating them um, in what they can do and then winding that back and, and really helping communities out, um, particularly in the footy space. So, yeah, I mean, we, we had the launch of our local last year, putting so solar panels on a few junior clubs of players, and that was a really nice interaction of players and, and their local footy clubs and junior clubs um, in, in sort of that climate lens. But I think, yeah, we want to build up a really strong system and, and get players really excited about it all. I think, just mentioned before, about almost wanting – an identity outside of what's on field for players. And so many of them are really, really passionate about things outside of footy, obviously, when we don't really hear those stories very much. Um, as Tom said before, you know, it's all about the stats and we get told not to politicise things, even though this is, you know, completely apolitical. Um, but I think there's a really core group of players that want to build a strong sense of community and almost you're crossing those boundaries of which club you play for and which team you play for and IP and all those sorts of things and creating um, almost like a, another team in itself and that's of players that really want to make a change and make a difference and use their platform. So, yeah, we've been working hard on building up a system so that players can do that. We'll have um, player reps at each club, each men's and women's club, um, sort of for footy for climate and, and then they'll really drive action within their club and then also use their voice. We want to educate them as much as possible as well. Uh, we know a lot of players almost are a bit like self-conscious of, of not knowing everything and that's all right. Like no one bloody knows. No one bloody knows all these things and we're not experts and, and that's all right. But we don't want that to detract from players wanting to be involved and people wanting to be involved generally. And then, yeah, I guess having that arm of, of a really strong core group of players engaged and involved in everything will help funnel into our, our goals within the community and wanting to protect grassroots and um, sort of set it up 
for the future. So with community and grassroots footy, you know, our local, which you mentioned before, which is a really great um, film project that we we launched last year. You know, one of my, you know, favorite parts of that project was was hearing from players about what their community and grassroots clubs meant to them. Um, can you talk me through some of those conversations that you had with players and what, you know, their local clubs mean to them? Yeah, it's a really common theme, I think, amongst players. I think they always sort of wind back to where they came from in terms of their footy journey and the communities that supported them growing up. And a lot of these players are from rural communities and regional communities that are being sort of affected in the most significant way by climate change at the moment too. So despite the fact that they're in, you know, really solid, shiny new facilities in an AFL club, like they still have a lot of care for where they came from and what they can do at their their local clubs. So yeah, I think every player's sort of got a different lens in terms of what they're interested in. And that's what we really want to bring out and, you know, encourage is that you don't need to be, again, an all-rounder, you don't need to be tackling every single thing. But if you've got a passion within this space, then we really want to draw on that. So a lot of players from coastal regions are really interested in the ocean and surfing and um, that sort of area. And then, yeah, others have been affected directly by bushfires and natural disasters. And yeah, I think there's a passion that's really growing from that as well. Throughout this podcast, we've heard countless times that we need to protect what we have now before it's lost. Disrupting the flow of money into coal, gas and oil is critical to limiting the impacts of climate change. Your bank could be investing billions of dollars into the fossil fuel industry, but we as individuals have a choice. And together we can create big change with just one action by putting our money where it matters. Bank Australia is an ethical bank that doesn't fund harmful industries. Join us and over 180,000 Australians who've made the switch. Search Bank Australia Solutions. With the goals of Footy for Climate, you know, you've, you've mentioned how we want to, you know, support players and, you know, support their journeys around, you know, education and also taking action using their platforms. But we also want to create this team, this new team that can sort of be centered around, you know, um, taking action on climate change and, and you know, create a community that, it, that is concerned, but also, you know, supports each other and supports the community and, and grassroots of our game. You know, one of the ways that we want to do that and to sort of, you know, get these messages out around the solutions that are available right now that we can all be a part of is to run this podcast, have this this show. This is something that we've wanted to do for a really long time. Comes from a webinar series that we started with our players that was so powerful. We had such great conversations, but you know, it was too small. It was like, it was 20 or so of us getting on chatting to these experts. And, you know, we realized that, you know, if we've got access to these experts, like let's, let's share that message. So, you know, there was like a whole bunch of different concepting that we did and, you know, coming up with different ideas about how we can, we can run this show, what we can call it. We couldn't really land on a name. And then, and then we realized that there's this, this campaign that existed um, called the cool down AFL players were really supportive of that. So, you know, Jasper, you know, maybe you can take us through, you know, what the cool down campaign was and, and sort of why we thought that that was the right name for, for this podcast and this concept. Yeah. So, the cool down was a campaign that ran last year leading into COP26. Um, it was an open letter that was signed um, by over 400 athletes across 40 different sports in Australia. And um, it was run by Dave and M. Pocock, who um, now Senator Dave Pocock um, is, who ran as an independent in the recent federal election down there in Canberra and you know a friend of ours was we're pumped that he um got that spot but he's a former Wallabies captain and player and has been a you know huge leader in the climate and sports space over sort of a decade and yeah he's really been supported by his wife Emma Pocock 
who is kind of just one of the gurus really in the climate communication space within sport um and you know one of our dear friends and really one of our biggest supporters at footy for climate 183 of those 400 plus athletes were afl players which you know something we're really proud of but also says there's a lot of afl players who are really passionate about making a difference so is he 183 players signed the cooldown why is there so much support in the afl mnw playing groups for for climate action and and you know campaigns like the cooldown yeah, I think we've got a really, really big playing group, which which helps, but it sort of allows that community to be built. And I think players feed off the energy of their teammates as well in this space and, and really are, are motivated by that. But I think they also have the, that fundamental care for the environment and for climate and, and understand the importance. And for them, it was probably just a really good first step to take in this. And I think, to be honest, you could probably have had a lot more than 183 players sign it. I'm probably, you know, thinking that most majority of players uh, w- would be jumping on a movement like that present day. So are you saying that Jasper and I were doing the player engagement at that stage and didn't do as good a job as you would have done? Yeah, yeah potentially, <laughs> potentially. But, you know, moving on, moving on. Um, no, no, no. I think, I think yeah, we, we've got so many more sort of players that we can tap into in terms of their passion and they don't really know where to direct it now, but the cool down was a really good first step in that as well. And then, yeah, just knowing that you're sort of binding together with players from other sports and other athletes as well to create an even larger community uh, was really powerful. I know certainly that was something I was excited about personally in terms of signing that, becoming part of a, a bit greater collective and, you know, individual actions, I think, in this space are very helpful, but people often think that they're not going to be worthwhile. But when you sort of get together and form a sort of collective group and really push for collective actions, it it makes a, a genuine difference. And that's, I think, where we can really have, yeah, a big impact in this space. I think as well, particularly sport, like if you look over history, sport has stepped up in so many different important social issues. And, and this is sort of another example of that, like in Australia, sport and, you know, we're focusing on footy is just such an important part of the culture, cultural identity to every sort of Australian. And not everyone loves sport, but a lot of people do. And, you know, footy is the number one code in the country. And as you mentioned, like we've got a big playing group. There's a lot of people on, a, um, on an AFL list. So, it yeah, it just makes sense for sport to really voice their opinions on these important issues. And, um, yeah, we're super proud to have 183 players on that cooldown. So, Izzy, 183 players signed the cooldown. Um, you've had conversations with players from pretty much every team in, in the AFL M&W. What are you hearing in these conversations? You know, what are they concerned about? And, you know, how are these conversations going to help shape the, the, you know, the season of the cool down that we've got ahead? Yeah, it's been really exciting having a chat to players. Um, I think there's been a real diverse sort of range that have been really engaged and involved in it all. And I think, you know, you often see the same, you know, five or 10 players sort of speaking up about particular issues in the media, but what people don't really see below the surface is that, you know, there's a really, really big group that are concerned and want to be involved. And again, talking back to that sort of differing skill sets and unique um, identities is that we've got a really big range of, yeah, different interests and passions and skills. And and some players are more interested in sort of getting involved in maybe a hands-on manner. And some players are more interested in the education and using their platform. And I think that is the power of it all is that we've got such a big group and between all of us, we sort of can cover a lot of different areas, which is great. I think, you know, speaking back about 
our local as well, players are really sort of engaged and feel really connected to their local clubs and the places they grew up and the sort of the land and the country around there. I think, yeah, they feel a lot of personal connection to things. And I think more recently as well, and probably something Tom and JP, you guys have done such an excellent job in highlighting is that, you know, while we speak about climate change, it's it's very broad, the impacts on footy are starting to sort of be known and, and, and spoken about. And, um, you know, we're seeing, unfortunately, games cancelled and, and trainings cancelled and all these sorts of weather impacts on footy, which is which is impacting players themselves. Um, so I think as, as we see that more, players are going to sort of wake up more to the, the urgency in this um, and sort of know what they need to do in this. But at the same time, there are so many that know that they are in really – you know, solid positions and, and have a really strong influence and a strong platform and they need to use that in sort of that climate justice lens is that we're lucky we get to fly around the country and, you know, unfortunately along the way that, you know, emits a lot <laughs> of, of carbon and whatnot, but therefore, you know, we're wanting to do more in that space to protect the people that aren't as fortunate and don't have the platform to do so. When we were in the hub in 2020, we actually crossed paths with Tom Hickey and had a chat about all these things. And he told us this great story about, you know, at that time with COVID, everything was kind of getting individually served to you in these hotels in like plastic containers, like every single meal. And it was like pretty ridiculous. And Tom was getting <laughs> pretty frustrated with any, um, I'm not sure who he had a word to, but it was either, you know, the hotel management saying like, this is ridiculous amount of waste. We're all in here contained. None of us have got COVID. Like, can we just go back to knives and forks and normal plates? So that was just a great example of a player taking action and yeah, getting something done. And yeah, when you're really frustrated about something that just doesn't need to be the way it is. Yeah. I think we've seen so many players like already doing things on an individual basis. You know, I've got great teammate Tani Evans um, who has been impacted by bushfires. She's from Tarthra down on the south coast of New South Wales and is so, so passionate about climate action and um, was putting together a paddle event to, um, you know, raise money to offset all of our travel. So these players are already stepping in and, and taking action on their own. I think Footy for Climate is hopefully going to give a really good platform for them to gather and together, you know, sort of band together and take action collectively as well and for other players to learn about you know what's already been happening I know having a chat to players they've been so excited hearing about what you know players have been doing in other clubs and you know this player's been chatting to their board about getting a sustainability action plan up and I think that really really drives the the motivation and um, I guess that idea that yeah I can make change and I can make a difference which is huge. And I think like when we started, we were all wanting to do something, but we felt like there wasn't the support. And I think even, you know, when we launched um, in October of 2021, just having that name and a platform, we just saw so many more players willing to use their voices in the media because they felt like there was a community that was behind them and a group that actually, like us, who was supporting them, giving them the tools to talk to media, giving them the educational tools. But yeah, just a community, it's no different to really a footy team that we're all really used to. It's so much easier to get to that goal when you have supported by teammates and staff. So that's how we really envisage this group working um, over time. I think these stories of players taking action and and coming at it from heaps of different angles is really this, the idea behind the cool down. You know, I think, you know, we've touched on how 
the cooldown campaign sort of mobilized so many players, created a community with, within our game, you know, really centered around climate action. It's the logical place to to start this conversation. And, you know, these these different ideas around, you know, like waste, you know, Tom Hickey's story there about how he was fed up with waste at, you know, in the hub and and did something about it. Tani, you know, thinking about, you know, our our impact with our you know, carbon emissions from our flights and and wanting to take action there. So, you know, I suppose, you know, what are these different areas of concern, Izzy, that that we're hearing and, and how's that going to shape some of these episodes that we've got coming up? Yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of different ones and ones that players are sort of passionate about to different degrees and based on their personal connection to it all. I think a lot of players are really wanting to sort of understand the fundamentals around what they can do and the basics of it all. And I think a lot of people generally, yeah, they, you know, want to know how they can make change at on an individual level at home and, you know, in terms of their transport and all those sorts of things. So, I mean, we'll certainly run through the basics of that and and how to, yeah, tackle those things on an individual level. I think as well um, in terms of players, the ability to communicate about climate change and, and use our platform and our voice is massive and whether that's, you know, speaking to a really big group or whether it's just chatting to your family members. So and I will chat about communicating with climate change with um, Dr. Rebecca Huntley and, um, you know, how best to, to speak about it all. And yeah, I know JP, you've got a few other topics to run through with it all. Yeah, we um, sort of mentioned Tom Hickey's frustration with waste and we sort of look at waste as kind of one of the gateway drugs into the climate conversation, um, for lack of a better term, but we're, we're really excited. We've got a great expert guest to come and talk to us about waste. Climate justice is another big thing that you've mentioned a lot already is, is you know, there's so many communities out there that are impacted disproportionately, you know, for the emissions that they create. Um, and, you know, you see particularly, you know, up in sort of the Torres Strait, um, the sea levels are rising, but these communities, you know, they don't produce any of these emissions, but they're, you know, seeing their land being impacted worst and first. So I think climate justice is a really interesting topic that we need to cover. Women in climate, like the climate movement has just been led by so many amazing women. So we've got a really good episode coming up that delves into that. But yeah, I think you mentioned the majority of it. I think there's the basics from a scientific point of view. Like we, none of us need to be experts, but there are some sort of basic things that are really handy to know so that you can talk about it. And then, yeah, just, just how we actually talk in our day-to-day lives about these things or in our workplace, I think is a really important topics that we'll cover. I'm really excited about this season we've got coming up. Uh, each episode, we're going to have a player, you know, from either the men's or the women's competition, talking about their life and their concerns and their connection to the climate movement. And then we're going to bring an expert in who is going to talk about solutions and, and how we can all be a part of making a difference. We're going to have eight episodes. We're going to be covering a really broad range of topics. Uh, and we just want to have really interesting conversations and really connect to that sort of personal human side of, of climate change and the impacts that it has on all of us. Every episode, we're going to finish the same way. And we're going to ask a question of the expert who can you know, give us some, some advice and um, that question is going to be, how do we tackle climate change? I know we're not experts. Um, we don't we don't pretend to be, but you know I think it's it's an important question that we've talked about a lot. And so you know I'll just pose it now, and you know we can talk about you know maybe what we'll get out of those those experts. But how do we tackle climate change? It is the million dollar question. And as you mentioned, we're not perfect. We're just footy players. Well, we're not just footy players, but we're <laughs> footy players. Ex footy players in my case. You know we have to fly to play the game we love you know 
we forget our keep cups occasionally. Like no one's perfect. And I don't think the message of this podcast is about being perfect, but we want to be a part of making a difference. And I think this podcast itself is our way of trying to explore those solutions, but also grow a community, you know, of our players, but our fans, there's so many fans out there who we want to connect with uh, and bring them along on the journey. And I guess that's our way of trying to make a difference and, and trying to tackle it by connecting people with um the solutions and the experts and just yeah growing this community as big as as big as we can dare i say i don't have too much more to add than what jp just summarized um in terms of what we can do to tackle climate change i think yeah you two starting this organization is a a massive step and um we've got so much um more coming in terms of that and i think yeah we really want to build that really strong community and allow people to express their identity and their concern for climate and almost marry that with their football identity as well. So yeah, we're really excited um, for everyone to join us uh, throughout this journey and and listen to these episodes and and get involved uh, with Footy for Climate in, you know, whichever way they can. And yeah, together, I think we can make a really big change and a really big difference. Izzy, Jasper, thanks for joining The Cooldown. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. I'm your host, Tom Campbell. And thanks for listening to The Cooldown, a footy for climate podcast. The Cooldown is produced by Sam Dalton and audio is edited by Darcy Parkinson from Producey. Episode research is done by me, Jasper Pittard and Aloise 